Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others do, which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him at his returning. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. Oh, for those who speak and teach and preach and bear witness of the testimony of Jesus, how we love the power and the majesty of our resurrected King. All might and authority was given unto him that he makes a way where there is no way, that he overcame even the grave, that we might be saved who believe on him and the power of his resurrection. Yet there can be no resurrection without first having a death. There can be no overcoming power without first having a problem. There can be no victory without first having a battle. There can be no true joy without first going through sorrow. There can be no Pentecost without first going through Passover. Jesus endured the death of the cross to be raised into eternal glory and power. He has endured the absence of his bride to prepare a place for us to forever abide with him at his returning. He also endures the physical death of his beloved, his bride, his own body, the church of Jesus Christ, knowing that it will be resurrected with him at the final day. So hold on, dear saints, it'll be okay. We all go through our moments of letting go in faith and trusting God's grace to perform what he has promised us. We must die to self in order to be resurrected and born again as a new and eternal creature in Christ Jesus. We release the old spirit and receive of his a death and a resurrection. At the time of our own bodily departure from this earth, we will die. But for those who die in Christ, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So that having crucified our soul, which is our will, in life, it will live forever in eternity with Christ, a death and a resurrection. Then, finally, our body will be brought back, changed in the twinkling of an eye, glorified and raised with Christ in the physical. We will return with him and all of the host of heaven to the battle of Armageddon and the splendor of the unveiling of New Jerusalem to the nations. A complete work. First, the death and resurrection of our spirit at salvation. Then the death and resurrection of our soul through sanctification. And finally, the death and resurrection of our physical body through consecration, all being a work of God through faith and patience, faith in the blood and teachings of Jesus, and patience to see the promises 
completed. So just like Jesus, who for the hope that was set before him, endured the shame of the cross and crucifixion, and for it is now seated in heavenly places, my friend, keep believing, keep seeking, keep turning away from the fear of death and keep running with all of your hope, love, and strength towards Jesus, who is the resurrection of the dead, the author and finisher of our faith, the one who overcame death, hell, and the grave, the one who makes a way where there is no way, the one who makes all things new, the one who loved, lived, and died for you, lived again, and is coming back to fight for you. In the end, he will reward his faithful saints and will judge the nations with a strong and mighty hand. Oh, believe in him and in the power of his resurrection. In John chapter 11, verse 25, we read Jesus' words to Martha when he said to her in her distress as she stood before the grave of her brother Lazarus, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Do you believe this? O oh Lord, even as you ask each one of us individually today that same question, do you believe this? Oh Lord, that you are the power of resurrection, that you have given us eternal life, that you have done a perfect work through the blood, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that your teachings are truth, that you are coming again, and that if we endure until the end, speaking, professing, believing, and living the teachings of Jesus and what he did for us, then we too will be resurrected. Part of the very reason that Jesus came, lived, suffered, and died was to give us faith for what is to come, that we might have that endurance. The Bible says those who endure till the end, they shall be saved. When we look at Job and all that he went through, we see that he had endurance because of the assurance of the resurrection that was coming. He so clearly spoke it, even as all the world came against him. He said, if my finger were but a pen, I would inscribe in stone that my Redeemer lives, for I myself will stand before him on the final day, though I be dead and gone, and even though worms have eaten my flesh, nevertheless, I will stand before him personally, and with my own eyes, I will see him at his coming. He believed for the resurrection, so it didn't matter what the people said in the moment. He was living for what was coming. Oh, Lord, give us that faith in the face of our own trials and tribulations to not look for the things of this life that are so fleeting, but to look for the glory of your coming and what awaits us in eternity. Oh, those sweet words of Jesus that for the hope that was set before him, he endured. Lord, your words are true and they are pure and the things that you have spoken to us that are far beyond our comprehension, they are so glorious, for it is written that it has not entered into the hearts of man, nor can he even imagine the glory of the things that are in store for them that believe in God. Yet the Spirit gives us glimpses. He tells us of things to come, and we have to, by faith, take it just like faithful Abraham, who left everything 
and sojourned in a land that he did not understand for a promise that was yet coming. And in the New Testament, we are told that he wasn't looking for bricks and stone. He was looking for a city whose maker is the Lord. He was looking for New Jerusalem. He knew it was coming. And so by faith, he continued to press forward towards it. And those of us who are of the same faith as faithful Abraham, we will inhabit it one day. It will be our promise and blessing because of what came through him, through his heir, Jesus, the Messiah, the one who is coming back to rule and reign New Jerusalem. Oh Lord, let us prepare for it now by having faith in the resurrection that we might be willing to crucify the flesh, that it might be raised again in perfection through sanctification and obedience to the teachings of Jesus. Lord, let us be willing to let go of every unclean spirit that we might receive of yours, be filled with it. Oh, that death, that burial, that resurrection, let the old person be put away that the new one might begin to live and breathe today. Let us have faith for the glorified bodies that are coming that won't be sick or weak or lame or corrupted. Let us not be shaken by men or by demons when they despise and reject or come against us or mock or ridicule what does this old flesh and blood have to offer you anyway but to pick up its cross daily and keep following after you that we might inherit through you the promises of the world to come that is so much better so much grander so much more magnificent Oh Lord, let us be willing to see the power of your resurrection in every aspect of creation. In the face of all of our promises, Lord, in everything you've spoken to us, that sometimes we have to let our own will, our own plots, our own plans, our own ambitions, and our own understanding die. We have to let everything that we have built be torn down, that you might build something better from the ground up. Lord, we trust what you are doing. We trust your omnipotence. Oh Lord, even the church and the nations and everything that we think we have worked for, Lord, if it has to be taken away, that something more pure and perfect would come by your own hand, then Lord, that's where our faith is anyway. So let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that your kingdom can come in the full power of your resurrection. Because the Bible says that even the earth itself will pass away. But in the unimaginable scope of your power, even that will be resurrected one day. There will be new heavens and a new earth wherein there is righteousness and holiness and peace and beauty and you and me if we keep believing and pursuing Jesus. Oh Lord, many people who call themselves by your name have had more faith in their retirement than in the resurrection. They've put more effort into it. They've looked forward to it. They've worked all of their lives for this thing that they've built up that they're going to only be able to enjoy for a very few short years. Yet the thing that they will be in 
forever and ever and ever. Amen. They do not comprehend or even think of it. They don't plan for it. They surely don't live for it. Oh, my friend, the things of this world are all going to burn. None of it's going to last. Don't lose your soul trying to save it. The Bible says that if you try to save your life here, then you're going to end up losing what you had there. What is it worth if you gain the whole world, but you lose your soul? My friend, it's not worth it. Set your sight on the resurrection. We are saved when we have the faith of faithful Abraham. That was a faith that looked for a city whose maker is the Lord for a place that was not built by human hands. My friend, if you are looking for the kingdom of God to be built by the hands of man, you're going to get caught up in the Antichrist system because that government comes ahead of the real thing to try to counterfeit it. It will be a system that will try to mimic New Jerusalem in the earth, but it's going to be built by men with the Antichrist at the head of it. He's going to try to counterfeit God's omnipotence and omnipresence with surveillance and with technology, but it's not the real thing. And if you don't know what the word of God says about the real resurrection of the dead, you might fall for it, my friend. Anything that turns your attention towards the kingdoms of men and what you can build right now, it's part of the Antichrist system. We're in this world, but we're not of it. The Bible says what soldier allows himself to become distracted with the things of the world because if he does that, he won't be able to please the one who called him to be a soldier. You've got to be focused, single-minded on the mission. Are you more worried about saving the world system than you are about evangelism? Do you spend more time promoting a politician than evangelism? Are you more worried about militarizing the church than evangelizing the lost? My friend, you have a commission. Pick up your cross and follow Jesus and tell someone about the resurrection. That's what we're supposed to be aiming for. It's time to get back to the foundations and relearn the words of the Lord. Because the church is very distracted. And it ought not be so, because the time is very short before we'll get to see him bust that eastern sky wide open and come back with all of the saints of old who preached this old-time religion and actually made it into heaven. While modern Christianity claims to be so relevant, so much so that they're losing souls by the millions and no longer living for the resurrection. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.